Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hi, Steve. Uh, we are going to be talking about stress and the effects it have uh, has on um, couple sex lives. And uh, if you've cracked open a newspaper, turned on the TV, uh, looked in any kind of news magazine, uh, it's obvious that our economy is causing major stress for people, uh, whether they're losing their jobs or they're on the cusp of losing their jobs or getting cut back or um, no holiday bonuses. All sorts of bad things are happening right now. Um, but stress in itself isn't isolated to just our economy. Um, but this is, I think, a better time than any to talk about this subject. And uh, so I guess first question for you is, uh, how does stress affect a person's ability to have sex? Well, I think stress is the great sex depressor. There, there's nothing that can weigh heavier on a relationship than and stress, stress through fighting, stress through you know, negative emotions, stress for the unknown. And, you know, not only are we dealing with the, the negative emotions that, are, that go along with stress, but we're also talking about the fatigue that goes along with stress. And there was a study done that showed partners of people who worked 48 hours a week or more uh, reported that they had little to no sex life. So there's, there's, a lot of ways to look at stress, but if you are working a lot or if you're, you know, just up um, fatigued and, and not connecting with your partner, it's really affecting your sex life. But also on the other end is that it affects all levels of our, our sexual being, our sexual arousal, our sexual desire, and our, our libido. So, so the thing about, so the thing about um, stress is that now that people are going into this very tough time, it's probably going to cause a lot of strain on their relationship. And I can guarantee one of the first things to go, if you don't take care of it now, is the sex between the couple. Intimacy, sex, touching, all the stuff that is needed needed to nurture that that relationship. Okay. Now, stress obviously affects both men and women. Um, are Is there a difference on women or men on how they're affected sexually by stress? I would say they're affected equally. However, how they are affected is very different. So uh, women generally, because um, we tend to live inside of our brains, uh, what happens is when we're, we're so weighed down by stress, our amygdala, which is a part of our brain, uh, when we walk into the bedroom, it disables our body from becoming aroused until we can fix everything in our lives. So uh, a woman's ability to become aroused is very much affected by her, by this, this lack of, 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 of uh, sorry, by the stress. Men, on the other hand, uh, stress causes a decrease in testosterone. And women have testosterone too, but generally we are only producing testosterone once a month, which is around our ovulation. So men, when they're going through a lot of stress, they uh, they have the lack of desire, but also they have 
this libido, a, a low libido, a lack of testosterone. So what tends to happen with men is let's say they've had a really hard day mm-hmm. and to relieve their stress, they decide to have some sex. And unfortunately, when, you know, when it's time to have intercourse, they lose their erection because of, they've just got too much in their mind and, and because of the, the lack of testosterone, they just can't maintain an erection. And so then they feel just terrible about this because this is really a, a sign of his lack of manhood. And the next time he goes to have sex, of course, the only thing he'll be thinking about is, can I get an erection again, which stresses him out more, which, you know, <laughs> creates this really negative cycle. And, and so it affects women where they, um, you know, they are disabled from becoming aroused. And men, a lot of times it will affect their ability to have an erection, like they just will have low sexual desire. And so it affects them differently, but equally. Okay. And... You know, you talked about that bad cycle. So what are some short-term things a couple can do when under a tremendous amount of stress? It's um, so important to stay connected to your partner. Uh, Marriage can last without sex. So you can go through 50 years of marriage without sex. Uh, And and a lot of people won't like hearing that. but (laughs) But you cannot go through a marriage without intimacy and touch. So during these times of uh, very going through a lot of stress. It's important that at least once a week you try and reconnect with your partner. Spend 10 minutes with that person, you know, just sitting uh, across from each other at the dinner table, having supper together, talking with one another. And um, another thing that you can do every day, just a really easy way to stay connected is to touch your partner and and just make sure to keep that connection. What happens when you touch each other is it raises your oxytocin. Oxytocin is our bonding. It's our healing hormone, and uh, it just it raises our oxytocin level. Second thing is what what tends to happen when we're under a lot of stress is we take our frustrations and stress out on the people that are closest to us, namely our partners, so our significant others. So we need to make sure that at least once a day we try and be kind to this person. So, we, you know, touch this person, look for ways to be kind to that person, say thank you, give them a smile, whatever it takes. I appreciate that it's, it's a difficult time, but you need to, to keep the intimacy between you so that when you're over this stressful period, connecting it back inside the bedroom becomes a lot easier. Yeah, okay. And, the, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of things going on right now, and there's a lot of stress in people's lives, but... As you just highlighted, those are very simple things, smiling, simple touching. Um, but those are, those are the short term. So Yeah, what... well, and also, but also it's, it's keeping in mind, Steve, and I forgot to mention this, it's keeping in mind that when we're under stress, we tend to focus only on ourselves. We're so inward, inward about ourselves, and our priority becomes ourself, our job, what's going on with us, and, this, and we completely annihilate all those things that are around us, our partner, you know, and, and so it's so easy to become disconnected. And so just, as I was saying, the, the simple touch and the just being nice to the person, it's just a fast, easy way to become connected, even if you are in that space of, in that zone of, being completely inward with yourself. Yeah, and and those small little gestures will probably help reduce your stress levels, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, tremendously, tremendously. And, and so those are the short-term things. So what are some long-term uh, solutions people can look towards uh, in uh, relieving stress? 
Well, you know, I, I, I'm not a health professional, sure. but, but generally the best things that a couple can start to do is uh, get, get some sleep because, again, the fatigue is, is really off-putting to their sex life. And so make sure to, try, as best you can, get eight hours of sleep. Uh, eat as best you can. Make sure to take care of your inside of your body. Go for walks with your partner. It's a great time for connection time. And also, during this time, it's a good, it's a good opportunity to, to schedule sex because I promise if you're stressed out, this is not going to be a time when spontaneous sex is going to, the spontaneous gods or sex gods are going to shine down and you say, hey, you're going to have some great sex right now. It doesn't happen that way. So a great thing to do is to say, you know what, every week or every couple weeks, whatever you feel comfortable with, we're going to get together and we're going to nurture each other. And when you have sex, make sure it's not just the, the 10 minute, okay, I'm going to play with you, you're going to play with me, we're going to get each other off, and now we're done. Make sure that when you plan the sex, it's going to be a, a nice nurturing experience for the both of you. So, you know, if you, as best you can, get some candles, get some nice wine if that's what you're into, massage each other, just, you know, take at least a half an hour where it's not about the intercourse, it's about the taking care of each other so that every week or every couple weeks, you have that opportunity to spend with each other. And and nobody likes to hear the word scheduling sex, and yet during this time, if you don't schedule sex, I guarantee it's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, well, that's uh, going to do it for us, Trina. So thank you very much. And uh, for everybody else out there, you can get more of Trina's stuff at bestsextipsever.com. Of course, you can read her columns on hitchedmag.com. And uh, be sure to keep an eye out for her book in January, Till Sex Do Us Part. And uh, Trina, this was a really good one, I think. Yeah. I think yeah, thanks for having me on, Steve. And so uh, until next time, everybody. Hitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.